Hi there and welcome along to the podcast for the Rush Hour with Embers and Katie here on the Listener App. Along with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb, you have myself, Leachy, the anchor and our producer, Joel. Why are you My talking God. like that? Hey, you well, could you talk, about you why could not? have a your own like channel where people call up and they listen to you for meditation, they can go to sleep. You can be sound a bit sexy, I reckon, sometimes. So they could have like a I like, phone. I like sex. the first bit where you just said then. It's like you could maybe um you know, you start talking and people could actually go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's that soothing voice. Yeah, yeah it it's time. very good. It, it was a bit like Leachy's like love line. I might yeah, um, the problem is is that it's it's been exacerbated by the weekend. Because of the WWE, and I was singing and screaming a lot. Were you? What do you oh, sing? Really? What do you sing? With the, going along with all the songs that they come out to, oh, you know, Seth Rollins and doing that. So I have got a bit of a husky voice the last couple of days or so, so it's getting a bit uh, sexier. Yeah. You could be one of those, yeah, one of those where people call up and they um they get um pleasured by listening to Leachie. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You have to always go one step too far. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Your show today. Hang on. Excuse me. Lammy was talking about the um the fox that uh, the dingo that ate the baby the before. Fox. Was that the dingo? Fox. Oh my god! Who let the fox? What's that song, guys? Who let the fox out? No. Um, oh what god. sound does a fox what make? What sound does a fox make? <laughs> <laughs> what, did that, what did the fox say? Oh, oh there it is. Yeah. What god, did the fox say? We've had a great podcast <laughs> intro. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Is that everything? If you have stuck around for the podcast and you've gotten this far. Well done kudos. to you. Yeah, kudos to you. Uh, on the show today, what happened to you but people refused to believe it? Oh, they were actually very good calls, very all good very calls. different. I like yeah, them. Yeah, very much so. And it's off the back and we'll obviously delve into it, but something that happened in Mandra in the last, what, 24, 48 hours? Yep. Possible UFO sighting. By someone that lives it wasn't, in Mandra. It wasn't Mandra. I was going to say, come on, Mandra. Lift yeah. your game, please. <laughs> Amber's uh, bringing back some uh, footy sledges. Of course, we've got Friday Footy Frothies coming yes, up very soon. We love a good sledge. There's a couple of guys that are coming along to it who I think would have been very good at sledges, and that's Billy Brownless and Bernie Vince. I reckon Billy would have copped a few sledges in his day. I think oh, he would have dished yes. them out as well. Bernie didn't mind having a bit of a uh, a chat on the field. Did yeah, you? Right. Did you? Were you a chatty player back in oh, your day? Did you not get in? Really? You know? No. Like, but what I used to do to some of the young kids is that I would make sure that at the start of the game, I just check their number, and then I'd say to the runner, "Can you please go and tell me who number thirty-four is for their team because I'm playing on him." And then the runner would come out and go, you know, and, and tell me the name. So it was sort of a bit of a, you know, because people would obviously go, you know, like, mate, come on, you don't know who my name is? I said, no, I don't know your name, mate. You're throwing your presence around. Just trying to, uh, mm. yeah, yeah. And maybe that's because for my first four years, that's what everyone did to me. <laughs> <laughs> and it really hurt me. <laughs> it hurt my feelings. <laughs> so I thought, I'm going to get you back. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. So then you finally one day, yeah. like, oh, I can do this now. Yeah, I know. It took me a while, actually. <laughs> Maybe, really maybe about seven years of playing that field. Game 180, you started to really get your confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I can do this professionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get into your podcast. From Roebuck Bay to the Road Highway, got my ice mocker from Dome Cafe, the Super Pizza Florian, in a Lou Wanneroo and Esperance too, across Albany and the Gloucester Tree, with Katie Lamb and Andrew Embley. From the greatest city in the world, it's time for Triple M's Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb. Got the touch? Download Tab Touch. You win some, you lose more. Right now, one triple three five three. What happened to you? But people refused to believe it. 
Like, what happened? Did something amazing happen to you and people refuse to believe it? Like, I tell Embers, no, 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 I play Division 1 netball. And he's like, no, you play Division 4. No, all I said was I've never seen you play, but Dan Leach went to watch your grand final <laughs> play one yep. last year. Yep, last and year. you finished on the bench and he saw the quality of the game. He thought it was more around Division 4 netball. <laughs> no, no, I did not that's say not that. It. Anyway, so. <laughs> there you go. three, five, three. What happened to you? But people refused to believe it. So Mandurah locals were in a bit of a frenzy last night as they looked into the sky and they thought they saw a UFO. I reckon those people down in Mandurah might be seeing a few things at the moment. Well, it looked pretty strange. It was caught on CCTV. They even posted on a Facebook group uh, called Strange Encounters Perth dedicated to sightings of UFOs, Yowies and Big Cats. Yowies. The chocolate. <laughs> they meant to, remember yowie chocolates. Yes, absolutely. Oh my god, yum! But were yowies no. um, actual meant to be like little monsters? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, so it, as if that happened. <laughs> if you've seen <laughs> yowie, one triple three five three, beg to differ. Um, but there are so many stories out there, and and look, some people are believers, aren't they? Some people believe that they see UFO. I swore I saw a UFO at the WWE, and then our producer Joel's like eight year old son was like, um, that's a drone. I'm like. Oh. <laughs> I just got schooled by a kid. <laughs> that does like, not surprise me whatsoever <laughs> at all. I was playing a game of cricket once, Katie. That's right, cricket. I used to play cricket as well. And I got a hat trick, right? That's three wickets in a row, right? But what no one believes is that the fourth delivery, right? So if you get four wickets in a row, it's actually called a double hat trick, mm. right, Leachy? Yes, it is. Right? So the fourth ball, right, I bowled it, and the ball went through the stumps without knocking the bales off. Mm, that didn't happen. But, uh, uh, mate, you asked my mate Yindi. He saw it. Yindi and Tomo. Are you just saying random people's names? <laughs> One triple three five three. Phil? What happened to you? <laughs> Phil, he saw it. I'm saying my dad's name. One triple three five three. What happened to you? But people just refuse to believe it. Maybe it's something amazing. Maybe it's a sporting achievement. Maybe it's a UFO or a Yowie. Mm. Or the big cat. There's, there's some report of like a big cat down like the Great Southern Way. Like a puma? Yeah, sort of like that. <gasps> what? Yeah, there was reports going around to that, but that's not really. It's just a small... Like Have a you seen cat. Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> Good the school. Bermuda Triangle. Did that even really happen? No, it didn't really. Joel, do you want to weigh in here? What happened to you and your mate doesn't believe it? Well, the thing is, this happened, but I got... Eight strikes in a row. Oh, that's gone up too. Eight. You told us six before. No, it was definitely eight. I was on the high school bowling team. First time really ever 10-pin bowling. I got eight strikes in a row. And my mate was next to me, witnessed it. And then when I told all the friends back at school when we got there the next day, he just flat out refused to acknowledge that it happened. Unbelievable. Doesn't count. In the production meeting, he said, he six. said six. Now it's he gone to eight. Exactly. I played mixed netball with Joel. Yeah. It, trust me, and he fabricated He didn't everything. also mention that the rails were up when he was actually <laughs> bowling too. Uh, let's go to Erica in Bibra Lake. Hey, Erica. Hey, how are you? All right, Erica. We are going very well. Tell us what happened that people refuse to believe. So I um, went to the Grammy Awards and walked the red carpet in 2009 and none of my classmates wanted to believe me that I was going and doing it. What? Hang on, Erica. walking the red carpet at the Grammys? How did this happen? Are you some famous person? No, I'm definitely not a famous person. Were you dating Um, someone famous? (gasps) No, no, no. My mom's boss won a charity auction and she gave it to us and... um, yeah, I couldn't believe it. It was the best time ever. And we saw Stevie Wonder and oh. some of the Jersey Shore people. And it was the Grammys that um, Usher and Justin Bieber 
um, was at. So that's what everybody wanted for the Super Bowl this year, but unfortunately it didn't happen. But, you know, I saw it, so... There you go. You saw it. Stevie Wonder wouldn't have seen it. Oh, I, know. I, I knew you guys would I know. It was about Let me know. both about to say it at the same time. We go, you know what? We better not. But um, yeah, how was Stevie anyway? Oh, he's probably pushing, I don't know, 70s, 80s. Yeah. Hey, Erica, do you have photos, though, to prove that you were there? Yeah. Okay, I great, great, great. I'm not, I mean, I can get it, but I'm in the car, so yeah. I, <laughs> no, do. No, I definitely like, hey, do. We believe you, Erica. Erica. I believe, believe you. you. No one else believes you, Erica, but <laughs> I, I do. Surely you believe me from my American accent. But, yes. You know, yes. yes. Uh, very good. Uh, right. Thanks for calling up. Uh, Johnny <laughs> is from Jandicott. G'day, John. Hello. How you doing, mate? Good, mate. Hello, John. What happened to you, but people don't believe it? Well, we nearly got into a fight with um, Blur, Damon Alban and Blur, but it wasn't just me. It was the uh, the roadies and um, the musicians that play with Dave Lee Roth. <laughs> so, Wait, you got in what? A, 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 fight, a fight? Like a fist fight? Them. Yeah. Oh, my so God. Like in a pub. Was, I, I was working in a bar, yep. and uh, these guys came in during the daytime, and they oozed rock, and I asked them a question. I said, are you guys in a band? And they were like, yeah, we're with Dave Lee Roth. And um, anyway, I, got, I ended up chatting with them. I ended up going out for a drink that night with the bassist, Jim Hunting. And then when we got back to the hotel, the roadies and all the, um, all the band were all just sat around having beers. But Dave, Damon Alban and his band, the Blur, were in the bar as well. They'd played at the uh, Wolverhampton Civic Hall that night. So I went over and started chatting to them as if I knew them. And he just belittled me in front of everybody, Damon Alban. Like. So these guys then turned around and went, what did you say the name of the band was, Johnny? I said, Blur. And they're going, what kind of stupid name is that for a band? You know, and then... They all stood up and backed me up, and <laughs> Damon Alban and his mates all just ran off terrified because these guys were huge. So, uh, there you go. Hey, Johnny, a one, two, one, two, three, four, one, two. Absolutely. It was brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> good on you, John. The barman. <laughs> Had a punch with him. Oh, mate. Good on you, mate. Now, thanks bad. for your call. In a fight with Blur. That's yeah. all right. <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone might have been had a bit of a blurred vision after that, too. This is in Cutting Val. Hey, Liz. Hi. G'day, Liz. All right. We're telling. Uh, Tell us, just tell us. What happened to no one? <laughs> okay. So back in 2011, I went to the Hungry Jack's drive-thru, my local, to order some nuggets. Yum. Um, so I'm at a standstill, ordering, making my order, placing my order, and someone had hit me from behind. Oh. And I, I stopped my car because it started to roll a bit. I stopped yep. my car, got out to check on the person that had hit me. I opened the door. And it was an old man which had one prosthetic leg, oh. which was his right leg, and the left leg was a – hey, he had a cast on. <laughs> and I tell everyone I, this. I, I, I shouldn't <laughs> laugh. <laughs> no, no, go, finish. <laughs> yeah, I tell everyone this, that I got hit in the Hungry Jack's drive-thru ordering nuggets and a guy with no legs. Quite a legless man. <laughs> no one believes me. Oh, bless. How unlucky. And you kind of are annoyed because you're like, hey, like you're running to my car, but then you're also like, well, now yeah. I feel bad. Because... I had nothing to say. No. Uh, yeah. no. Yeah. You should just run Speechless. away. You wouldn't have caught yep. you. Oh, I didn't God. avoid myself. Because <laughs> no, he was in his car because he had to drive away. Oh, that's a great oh. story. Exactly what we're asking. Oh. Three. Five, three. What happened to you but nobody believes it? Mike's in Byford. Hello. Hey, how you going, guys? All right, Mike. What did everyone refuse to believe? Well, nobody, nobody believes that I went to Hogwarts and that Professor Snake was my potions teacher. Well, that's because that never happened. So. Mike, had you been smoking anything before <laughs> this happened? 
No, I haven't. No, but, no, so no. basically, okay. I, I went to one of the schools that J.K. Rowling went to, oh, right? Really? Um, and the character Professor Snape was based on my chemistry teacher, who was her tutor. Right? I actually set him on fire once as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on! <laughs> now you tell two unbelievable hang stories, on, Mike. Hang on. When you say you went to Hogwarts, are you saying that they're like just a university that J.K. Rowling went to? No, it was a school that, that she went to, one of the schools that she went to. She, she went to more than one school, you know, but uh, one of the schools that she went to, I also went to. And, yeah, Professor, his, his name was actually Mr. Nettleship. He was my chemistry teacher. Yeah. And that's who Professor Snape is based on. Can you just um, unpack the um, bit where you said you lit him up on fire? Oh, uh, well, so, so our... our, uh, our Science classes, you know, it was kind of like a, a raised section where, sure. where the teachers were, you know, and I always had to sit in the front row because I was a naughty kid. <laughs> it sounds um, like Mike. Yeah, so, so like every time he turned around to write on the chalkboard, I'd kind of reach over and tease the rubber pipe off the gas tap a little bit, you know, <laughs> uh, and then all of a sudden it kind of popped off, but the the flame in the Bunsen burner was still lit, you know, so the the flame itself, the, like the, the gas tap ignited. <laughs> And he kind of turned around and he was trying to reach through the flames to turn the tap off, you know. And, oh. and he ended up, like, with his hey, little uh, lab jacket on fire, you know. Mike, uh, how many schools did you go to? I went to a few, but that was only because, like, you know, we moved around, you know. Yeah, okay. Was it because you got expelled? Well, no, they threatened to um, expel me once, but I went home and then my mum took me back to school and shouted at the headmaster and then I had to go back to school again, <laughs> which I was really, really annoyed by. Because you were a wizard. So. Mike's mum. <laughs> Bonkers! He got expelled was, every time he got knocked yeah. out. It was exactly ah, Yeah, it was. Uh, he was based off Draco Malfoy. I reckon. Was Mike? Can I just say, if there's people out there that would like to promote their business, what better place than to do it here on the Rush Hour with <laughs> Embers and Katie? Don't you reckon? Only yeah. live and local show I mean, in Perth. So yeah, absolutely. That's right. absolutely. If you want to win a prize, you can ring up. You can you can get a prize with us. If you want us to sell your business for you, we will do that for we you. We will do it. Absolutely. Exactly. Now, to give you an example of what we can do. So my good mate Darren Glass, of course, former West Coast teammate of mine, he now works for Complete Home Filtration. You would have heard their ads, you know, um, coming through Triple M. All right. Uh, fantastic company that he's got. Now, he came to me and he said, Embers, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, how do I, how can you guys help promote us? Mm-hmm. And I said, leave it to me, Darren. All right, leave it to me. And here is an example of some of the live reads that I can do for you that people will just go, wow. Drinking more water, you reckon? All of which you can do in one, thanks. <laughs> All of which you can do in one, thanks to complete home <laughs> filtration. And drinking more water. You wouldn't even know what a goal look. <laughs> So that's complete home filtration, and that's how you do not do live reads. How for are you them. not booked for more ads after well, that performance? We usually do take, well, you usually take about seven minutes to do what should be a 30 second live read. Yeah, and seven so minutes is was a six month contract that I thought that they signed, but it's only been going for about a week so far because <laughs> I think uh, oh, someone else has been given the opportunity to do the live reads, right. which is fair enough. But can I just say, the live reads have been working. Have they? Because I got a phone call today from another mate who said, Embers, can you please give me Glassy's number? I heard your ad on Triple M. And listen, Glassy sounded very good. You've got some work, some improvement <laughs> to do. But 
it's time that I had the complete home filtration in my house. Well, that's good to know. And, you know, after the seven minutes of you mumbling through and stumbling through a whole live read, it scrubs up pretty good with just a dash of editing. It's amazing what edit can do. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, and that's, you know, a great example of what, you know, marketing and advertising can do. I, I, did you know that I was actually on a billboard once? When? Oh, years ago. I was on a billboard uh, at the bus stop. When I was at West Coast, and I remember driving past one day because I, I knew I was on it, and I sort of told a few of my mates, and we went past it, and someone had cut the eyes out of me, oh. and also they drawn, um, which looked like to me like a carrot that was sort of um on my head. Oh, it was, that... it was the shape of a carrot, yeah. It had like the the roots sort of sticking out. It was like oh pointy. well, I wouldn't say root. Um... <laughs> it wasn't a carrot, was it? It was a carrot. It looked, I mean, it looked like a shape. Oh, of a they carrot. call it, it a, a carrot head. It, it was upside down, I think. Yeah, so. Um, Anyway, um, a <laughs> couple of potatoes on the side. made you look better. There was a couple of potatoes next to the carrot. They were drawing a fruit salad. <laughs> it's time to find Perth's smartest suburb. How good is Perth? North versus South. Battle of the Burbs. It is 16-11. North the leading, of course. South have never, ever, ever taken the lead in the history of Battle of the Burbs. Yeah, that's started exactly right. end of last year. No, you are right. And there is a particular person, though, that I'm very interested to see how he goes today because his name is Jono. Mm-hmm. He is from the South and he has represented the South before. Made an absolute chocolate mousse of himself, right? That's a goose. But he's going to have another crack. His daughter says, you know what, Dad, do not give up. His name is Jono, as I said. He's from Valdivis, and he's representing the South. Hello, Jono. G'day, guys. How are we? Oh, you're here Jono. to redeem yourself, Jono, because your I... daughter said, don't embarrass me, Dad. My daughter was very embarrassed at oh. how poorly I performed. Okay. Oh. So go over for two then. Jono. Yeah, as Leachie said, mate, <laughs> if you butcher it today, God. you'll have no to. Pressure. No pressure. <laughs> you don't, I don't know what you're going to do. All right. Well, you'll be taking on Reese from Marmion representing the North. Hey, Reese. How are you guys? Hey, Reese. You sound smart, buddy. Oh, I don't know about that. Jono's pretty keen today, so I'll have to be on my uh, on my toes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, nice little rivalry enough. we've got going on between Jono and Reese. Um Jono, your buzzer is south. Reese, your buzzer is north. And when we say your buzzer is south and it's north, don't be like the guy yesterday. Uh, was it Mike from Melville when he completely utterly screwed it up? See. Uh, south. South. <laughs> south. <laughs> south. Honestly. South. So it's north and south. Our <laughs> uh, first to two wins gets a point on the board for their side of the river. Question one. Name the location in Perth where the State War Memorial is located. North. North? Uh, is it Kings Park? Oh, bam! Bam! Hello. North, go bang. Wow. John, are you there? Yeah, mate. I'm just waiting. All right. Waiting, <laughs> waiting for what? John, <laughs> your daughter's shaking her head right now. Come on, mate. You can stay in the contest. Question number two. Which West Australian cricketer won this year's South. Alan Border medal. South. South. Jono? Mitch Marsh. Wow. They Mitch. level well it. Done. Mitch Marsh is one all. I feel like we've asked that question before. This is Anders. the decider. I feel like we've asked that question before, Anders, <laughs> and you just went off script. I always went off script. Well. Okay. Right. For the win. Be, you've got to be quick here. What's 11 times 7? Look out. Oh, hang on, hang on. We gotta go. There was, there was a, there was a this and there was a that. Oh god! I just checked the tape, guys. It was definitely south. No, this is coming from Cardinia. 
I he went so, and then I feel like Reese got it and then he's gone south. Overruled south. Okay, okay. South. No, you know what? Oh no! Different question. Oh no! Yes, okay, no, you're right. Different, different question. question. Sorry, yeah. guys. Different question. Was, uh, no, uh, <laughs> just different question. Okay. Okay. Actually, ask the question that's on there would be nice. I did. No, you didn't. Question you didn't three. Ask the third question. What question <laughs> is this one? What is <laughs> seven times eleven? Who was that? That's North. Right. Was it North? That's North. North. Seven times eleven, seventy-seven. Winner. For the win! Goodness! I mean, wow! What an absolute dog's oh, breakfast that was. Jo- that was a dog's breakfast because oh, there was so. Jono, I'm going to give you an opportunity to call back tomorrow, mate. You deserve to. All right. I'll be calling back. Good we don't. On you, we mate. don't want your daughter to. I don't hate want your guts. daughter. Yeah, exactly. I want her to go to school tomorrow Hopefully with a smile on her face. Hopefully. <laughs> hey, Reese! Congratulations, buddy. You're a smart man. Thanks, Amber. One triple three five three. When did you embarrass yourself on stage, Katie Lamb? Maybe you were making a speech at a wedding. Maybe it was a school play. When did you embarrass yourself? On stage. Now, this morning I went to the Camfield Embers for the official launch of the Waffle Women's Premiership season, which yes. was fantastic. Uh, good fun, good turnout as well. Around 140 people went. Um, Camfield looks a little different in the morning, I must say, about 8 a.m. in the morning. When you're sober, you reckon? Yeah. Were you sober this morning? Especially having a cup of coffee as opposed yes. to a couple of bottles of rose and then wandering over to the Optus Stadium for the footy. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> it was all going very well. And then uh, I had to basically announce each team and the club captains and the coach. Yep. So I went East Perth first and a couple of the girls came up and everyone clap, clap, clap. Sure. But then it just went deadly silent and there was, I, I turned around and I go, any music? Like any danger of a little, you know, pump little up. song? Yeah, well, there goes, exactly, because then it just fell high. very silent and he was like, oh, and he couldn't get the, the any of the music working. So I have just taken it upon myself to start beatboxing. Now, what? I can't beatbox. I don't know why I chose to beatbox, but in the moment I thought, well, we need a little something. So when the, the round of applause just went silent, I just started going, boom, 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 and everyone was like, just providing a bit what? of mood music. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, well, I just needed to improvise. You know what I mean? I think I did a pretty good job. There you go. But, you know, a little bit embarrassing. Sounds like you didn't do a good job at all. <laughs> Eventually they got the music working. They chose some, like, random um, country music song. Was so why mind. did you keep doing the beatbox once the music started yeah, working? Yeah, well, it was better than the song they put on, be, be, to be fair. Be, be, One, triple, three, five, three. When did you embarrass yourself on stage? Did you embarrass yourself, Leach? 100% I did. What I think happened? it was probably, like, year nine. We had, like, a school play. This is like, drama class. Yeah. And I only had one line, but it was like a Shakespearean-y sort of line. you got to be careful of those one lines, mate. It. Completely <laughs> flubbed it. And, like, my parents are in there and they're like, oh, that's embarrassing. You had one line. You had one job. One job. One line. What did you, do you remember what the line no, was? not at all. But then the person that was behind me actually took my line and, like, saved the situation. And I was like, oh, I'm out of here. I can't do acting that ever. reminds me of in year 12, my friend was in the play and I went to look and her one line was, oh, my God, look at her dress. And she said, oh, my God, look at her breasts. <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. We were like, ah. That's so, <laughs> so good. Robbo is from Rocky Man to kick things off. G'day, Robbo. Hey, how are you? Yeah, good, hey, mate. Hey, Rob, when did you embarrass yourself on stage? Um, 
uh, Amsterdam a few years ago. Um, so I mean, me and a few of the boys were over there working, and uh, we uh, we went out for a night in the um, in the right, red light area, and uh, went to a um, show, a certain type of show over there. Yeah, I know it. And, yeah, uh, PPP, 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 and PPP, PPP, PPP. Um, yeah, like they asked for a volunteer from the crowd, and I thought maybe the uh, the, the male side of things, one thing might be called in sick or something. But uh, I don't know. I was thinking, I get up on stage and I started taking all my gear off, oh, and, uh, and uh, they quickly put a stop to that. And she um she used uh, she uh, she used a magic marker to um write something on my chest. She um she wrote uh, thirty beaks across my chest. And, uh, I went about my night, but uh, the real embarrassment was when I actually went home with a Dutch lady and took my shirt off and forgotten all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from, Rob? I'm from Rockingham. Normally we get away that kind of behaviour at the swinging pig. Hey, you know, well, you know, hopefully I lived up to the name. <laughs> so, Lammy, Cristiano Ronaldo is reportedly being investigated for making an alleged offensive gesture while playing soccer in Saudi Arabia. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, so uh, it goes on to say that uh, he's uh, shown a bit of a gesture, a cupping gesture um, to the crowd, repeatedly thrusting his hand forward near his pelvis. Interesting. So he wasn't just flipping the bird. He was No, he was sort of, the, uh, yeah, like the thrusting the air. Well, exactly. Now, <laughs> it is uh, alleged that the reason why he did that to the crowd was because they were all yelling out, Messi, Messi, Messi. Oh, so he's obviously big rival. Up. All right, yep. and uh, they'll get stuck into him. That's actually quite funny. But it actually got me thinking because, you know, playing professional sport, there are so many great sledges out there, but it doesn't have to just happen in professional sport. Like, mm. you know, for example, I get stuck into you all the time. I, I say you are a very good player at Nepal in your Division 14. <laughs> Division one. Oh, sorry. And okay. you've never seen me. But, uh, you know, one of the great <laughs> things about playing AFL footy was that you did hear some really good sledges from time to time. Do so, you remember uh, the great sledge just yeah, off the back off from the, you? Off the back one. Well, I remember, you know, one that comes to my mind was when Chris Judd left West Coast to go to Carlton. He was playing on Adam Selwood one day. So Sellers was tagging him. And um, Juddy had all his shoulders sort of taped oh, up. Yeah. And Sellers was sort of bumping him, bumping him, going, what do you got your shoulders all taped up for? And he goes, well, that's because I've been carrying you blokes for the last four yeah. years. Yeah, Which well is played. actually pretty good by Judd, man. Yeah. Stevie Johnson. Truth. Okay. Uh, he told uh, one player one day, he looked at his number and he said, what's your name? I need the footy record to, uh, to find out what his name was. And then he said, by the way, my name's Norm. So that was uh, pretty good. Didn't like that one. <laughs> hey, um, there was uh, another great time. So the Voss brothers, right? Uh, Brett Voss, he was playing for St Kilda. And Michael Voss, all right, uh, the great Brisbane captain. And Brett Voss was lining up for goals one day. Now, these guys are brothers, yep. all right? Uh, and Michael whispered over to him as he was lining up for shot for goal, said, uh, my dad is sleeping with your mum. <laughs> That's funny. Yep, he missed that one. That was a, a bad miss. Uh, of course, uh, one of my great mates, Dean Cox, uh, he used to get sledged all the time. Take wow. a listen to uh, one of the times that uh, he got the beauty. New centre circle just come in. We were playing the Bulldogs here, and I was obviously playing against Luke Darcy, and he threw out the, um, hey, um, Cox, he's out of the circle. And I was obviously still standing in it. He goes, no, he's standing in. He goes, no, he's nosies. <laughs> His nose was out of the circle. Yes, uh, so that was a free kick to uh, to Luke Darcy. And fair enough too, Lammy.
Now, uh, I thought it was going to be about his last night being Cox, but I like that it ended up being about the nose. Yes, no, good one. Hey, um, the best one though was uh, belonged to an umpire. So Ray Chamberlain, Razor Ray. All right, I think most people that know AFL football would know Razor Ray. Yeah, and the umpire. The umpire, yeah, yes. The only uh, one that everyone knows. <laughs> he got one of the greatest sledges from a supporter in the crowd. Uh, take a listen to when Ray was talking to Billy and JB about it. Without doubt, <laughs> copping the old, the dingo took the wrong Chamberlain. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, come on. Was Without that... doubt, peerless. And I've got to say, I just lost it. I went, that is... <laughs> So good. Oh, that is the dingo so took naughty. the wrong Chamberlain. <laughs> that is just so clever. That That's would have ripped him to bits and pieces. And there's oh. plenty more of that coming up right after <laughs> no, this. No, no, no you can't say that. That's, That's terrible. I love the creativity around parents naming their boys or girls now. I think yeah. it's a great journey, don't you reckon? Like it's you can have a name your kid a really honest name. You can make it a little bit of a special name. Where are right? you going with this? Well, I just wanted to talk to you about names, right? So, okay. for example, you've got to be clever about it too because, for example, the name Wayne, right? Lovely name. I oh, know Wayne. You know Wayne, right? Okay, cool. Wayne, good name. Agree? But you wouldn't name your son Wayne if his last name was King, right? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Or no, you Ker- wouldn't. Or Kerr. Or Kerr. Yeah. Exactly. So you've got to be very clever because kids, they will pick this stuff up very quickly. Oh, God, yeah. You need to be one uh, step ahead of the game, you know, and, and be like, okay, how is my child going to get bullied for this name? That's X, right. X, Y, Z? No? Yeah. Okay, great. Go so ahead. Katie was obviously a name that uh, your parents backed in pretty well. Yep. Yep. And you've been pretty good with that? Yeah, I haven't been bullied for my name. Yep. K for Katie? Yep. Hey, um, that's good. Now, I remember this uh, this couple over in London, right, uh, and they were trying to choose a name and they weren't really sort of quite sure. And then the husband, the old husband of the year, he came up with and said, I think I've got it, right? He said, we're going to name our daughter Lanzara. And she goes, oh, that's quite interesting. I haven't heard of Lanzara before. And uh, anyway, she, they, they went with it. And, uh, and Lanzara was a beautiful, gorgeous young girl. And then after about seven or eight, um, he said to his missus, he said, listen, oh, by the way, do you want to know where I got Lanzara from? And she goes, oh, yeah, I, I love the name. But, yeah, well, you know, where'd it come from? And he said, well, it's my favourite soccer team spelt backwards, Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. So uh, that, that's uh, an example, right, of, uh, you know, what people Getting creative. Can do. Yeah. yeah. Now, the good thing about my name, right, Andrew, very simple name, right? People can't tease me, right? Randy Andy. Well, Randy Andy, yeah, but it's just a pretty honest, good name. St. Andrew, right? Unless. You're carrying a bit of weight. Candy Unless Andy. Andy loves candy. <laughs> you are from China because Andrew, oh I found out, means something different from China. Do you know English names maybe have terrible meaning in Chinese? Number one, garden. Sounds like go dan, which means dog's boss. Mm. Number two, Andrew. Sounds like an zhu, which means I am pig. <laughs> I'm a pig. I am a pig. Pig Enders. Well, you were actually talking about that candy before. <laughs> you guys want to know what I'm having for dinner tonight? <laughs> Back on. I am pig. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it. Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie. Got the touch? Download Tab Touch. You win some, you lose more.